Hello everyone, I'm Cressida Cowell, author of How to Train Your Dragon, and I'm just popping in to tell you about my new book series, Which Way to Anywhere. It's a story about four children who discover that there are alternative worlds beyond our own, and that they can travel to them with the help of a magical map and a very special gift. Of course, this leads to epic, unexpected adventures. Which Way to Anywhere and its sequel, Which Way Round the Galaxy, are both available to buy now. Happy reading. Sports Squad with Io and Chanel. Hello and welcome to Sports Squad. I'm Io and with me naturally is Chanel. Chanel, little birdie tells me you've been doing a bit of football this week. What's going on? Yeah, I've been playing in my garden. I've been practicing some football and practicing my keepy uppy skills. Nice, nice, nice. How many can you do? Uh, like 10. Getting better. <laughs> do you know what? Ten's a really good number to make yourself sound like you're actually making progress. I love that. Well, <laughs> only a, a few hundred more to go to match today's big guest, who is one of the best freestyle footballers on the planet. So we're guaranteed to have an amazing sports challenge to juggle with. And Chanel, you have news from the world of sports as well. Sports Squad with Io and Chanel. Well, let's introduce you to our guest. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. She's absolutely amazing when it comes to juggling, when it comes to football tricks, uh, because her skills and her exploits are very, very special and absolutely mind-blowing. She's uh, won the world championships. She's a four-time world record holder and is also a TV and social media star. And she's only just turned 21. Make me feel bad about myself. It's Liv Cook, everyone. How you doing, Liv? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about you as a freestyler. How did you get started? Because... I said it earlier, you know, you're still very young, but how did you get into it? Mine started for me with football, like growing up with two older brothers, they're like four and five years older than me. So they was always playing football and being a little sister, you know, quite annoying, like, let me join in, let me join in, begging to join in. And then they'd put me in net and just like blast the ball at me, really. So I think I had to learn to control it to defend myself. But then <laughs> I, I don't know, I got addicted to it. Like anything my brothers did, I wanted to do and I wanted to do better. So I got addicted to football. Um, I really like the skill side of it. I was inspired by players like Ronaldinho or Messi or Ronaldo, you know, players with skill about them. And then I kept getting a back injury that was putting me out of football. And whilst I was out during this time, I just wanted to make sure that I was still improving. So whilst I was out, I was still trying to find ways to improve. So I was like sat down trying to juggle the ball in ways that it weren't hurting me. And that obviously developed my skill. And then I discovered freestyle videos online and was blown away. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to learn this. And that was it. That was the end of it. I was addicted. For you, how does it compare to football? Because it's a, it's a very different skill set in many respects. You still need the stamina, don't get me wrong, but you're, you're, you're kind of still through a lot of it, really. It's completely different. I think a lot of people think if a freestyle is good at the tricks, they're going to be good at football or vice versa. I think freestyle's closer to street dance. The competitions work like street dance competitions. The confidence and the mindset that you need for freestyle it's unbelievable because you're walking out onto that stage. You've got everyone watching you. You make one little move that's a millimetre wrong on the ball and that ball's off the stage. It is scary in comparison to football because in football, you mess up, you've got 10 people behind you that can recover for you or you've got another 89 minutes to prove your worth. Yeah, for sure. Now, Chanel, I want to bring you in here. Have you got a question? You left college to become a pro freestyler. How big of a decision was this to quit your studies? It was a big one. I don't think my parents were quite as happy as me. But I mean, it wasn't as drastic as it sounds. It Well, it kind of was because there was no career. It kind of was, yeah. Because no one had done it before me. Like There was no career path as a freestyler. And I never really had the intention to make it a career. My dream was just to be world champion. And it absolutely consumed me. It's all I cared about, all I did. 
So I realised that if I wanted to be the best in the world at something, to do that, I realised I had to be practising all day, every day. I can't, like, be studying all day and then just doing freestyle at the end. It had to be my life. So for me, it was a no-brainer. I really wanted this and this is what I had to do to do it. So that's what I did. It's quite interesting when it comes to freestyling because you see these incredible tricks, but I don't know if people really realise just how much practice you have to do. I mean, I used to do it years ago, very bad. That's why I chose TV. But, you know, it does take hours and hours of practice to make that trick look absolutely seamless. Yeah, definitely. I think years, absolutely years. You can practice a thousand hours and fail the trick over and over and over. And then you finally land the trick. But that's it. You might land it and then it's going to take another thousand hours to land it again. So landing a trick and then getting a trick consistent and making it look easy is the hard part because it can take years. It really can. Like, a lot of the stuff I do now might look easy, but probably no one else in the world can replicate. But I only make it look easy because I've probably been doing it six years, every day, all day. Uh, I know, Chanel, you, I know you've been doing keepy uppies. You definitely want some advice on it, don't you? Yeah, so um, I've just started playing football and practising my skills and doing even like five keepy uppies is a bit of a challenge. So is there one piece of advice you could give? Just practise. Honestly, just keep going with it. It is going to get frustrating, but you will get there. But the thing is with keepy uppies as well, you might try, let's say, 20 attempts and only one of them attempts you manage to get five kick-ups. But if you keep practising, that five kick-ups will happen more often, more frequent, until eventually that five kick-ups is then your base. And then one in 20 attempts, you might get 30 kick-ups and so on. And it's just about keeping going. Just fail until you improve. That's all it is. You're literally living the dream for many young people. Have you got any advice for anyone who'd like to pursue an unconventional career like yours? I would just say, if you want to achieve something that's above average standard if you want to achieve a goal that's pretty crazy and you know deemed a good level then you have to be passionate about it you can't go for something that you're not into like there's been so many times where I've thought okay I'd like to do this or I'd like to do that and I think it's been other people kind of forcing that on me but the truth is to achieve anything of significance it has to come from in you because there's going to be times where there are obstacles or where you're tired you feel like crying you feel like giving up and that's when the point comes where you've got to think okay, this is worth it because this is what I want to do and this is what is happening. So I think it's about always having something that's driving you during the tough times. I think that's the hardest thing, finding something you're truly passionate about. That is such a good place to end this interview, honestly. From the lady herself, Liv Cook. Sports Squad Challenge. Okay, so this is the part of the show where our guest gets to set you a challenge. Liv Cook, what have you got to try out this week? I would like to see people doing the famous around the world. It is probably the most famous freestyle football trick or even a footballer's trick. And every footballer should have it in their locker. Not just footballer. I feel like every human on the planet should have this trick in their locker. So I want everyone to try it. Just in case they don't know what that is, can you just explain what that is, the around the world? So around the world is kicking the ball up with one foot, usually your strong foot. The same foot then completes a full revolution around the ball before kicking it again to complete the trick. Okay, and is there any example of this on any of your social media feeds? I'm, I'm sure there is. I do tutorials for isolation on my Twitter, so you can go on there. Um, and I did an around the world tutorial, so if you're struggling, that should help. Um, or if not, you can just type it into Google, around the world tutorial. There's tons out there. 
Yeah, amazing. And also, you know, if you're trying it at home, make sure you send us in videos or pictures of you doing it via uh, the Fun Kids website. Honestly, Liv, this has been an absolute pleasure. It's been brilliant. Very inspiring chat. You've got me now thinking to do a few keepy uppies in my living room now. I hope to see the video. (laughs) Get cracking with that around the world. That could be pushing it, but do you know what? I'll see what I can do. (laughs) No, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. The World of Sports Squad. So the wonderful world of sport has a way of giving us some rather interesting and entertaining stories. And Chanel, you've been digging deep this week. What have you got? I've got a grand slam of a tennis story. Before I tell you, what's the most unusual job you've done, which is totally unrelated to your day job as a TV or radio presenter? I don't know. I've done lots of jobs in my time. I guess when I was at uni... I used to be a steward at Sheffield United Football Stadium on Bramwell Lane. And uh, I was like the worst steward in the world because basically instead of watching the crowd, I'd watch the game. (laughs) I think I had that job for two shifts and they never had me back. But yeah, that's probably the most unusual, but it was very enjoyable. So what have you got? Well, beat this one. It's emerged that French Open men's doubles champion Kevin Kravitz, who won the title in 2019, is working at his local supermarket in Munich during the coronavirus lockdown. He says, a friend told me the supermarket desperately needed people. So I went in. I arranged the shelves, sort the empty boxes and disinfect the carts. We think he's earning about £10 per hour. Compared to last season on the tennis circuit when he made over £500,000 in prize money alone. That is unreal. Like, that is unreal. But is he also still training at the moment? What's the deal? He still trains three times a week to get fit for the tennis season when it restarts. That is unreal. From 500 grand to 10 pounds an hour. I don't want to be harsh, but he's probably got a fair bit of money in his back pocket anyway. So he could probably afford to do this. But imagine like going to your local supermarket and seeing your favourite tennis star stacking the shelves. That must be unreal. Could you imagine Andy Murray at your local Sainsbury's (laughs) stacking shelves? It'd be incredible. I'd just be standing there watching them in awe. But it is worth mentioning, he is doing it for his community. Amazing. Honestly, I don't know where you find these stories, but absolutely brilliant. Thanks for that one. But sadly, that is all we have got time for on today's show. So it's goodbye from Chanel. Bye. Sports Squad is brought to you with the support of the Audio Content Fund. And it's goodbye from me as well. Please download and subscribe to the podcast where you can hear more of our chat with Liv Cook. If you enjoy the podcast, please review us and rate us as well. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.